over here. Um, today we're doing Shani uh, for Mati Samasi. And over here, um, the Jewish people went to war uh, with the Midianites and they brought back some of the vessels. So in order for them to be allowed to use the vessels, they needed to go through two procedures. One of them was the uh, sprinkling of the uh, mechatos. We learned earlier about the paraduma, that things that come in contact with corpse need to be special procedure of sprinkling of the, um, of the chatos water, the paraduma, the ashes of the, of the red heifer, together with the water sprinkled. That was told to them by Moshe Rabbeinu. But then Elozor, who was at that time, he functioned because Aaron was no longer around. Aaron passed away. So Aaron was uh, together with Moshe Rabbeinu, as we've been reading in the Parshish. Um, so Elozor came up with a new thing. He says, before you can use the vessel, you must kosher the vessels. That's the procedure we do all the time. That's based on this pasuk over here that you have to immerse the vessel, whether it's in fire or in water, but you have to kosher, you have to kosher the keli, you have to kosher it because the um, vessel has absorbed of the non-kosher food when you used it with non-kosher food. And now in order to get rid of that non-kosher food so it doesn't mix into the kosher food that you're going to be using, you have to first kosher it. You have to get rid of it. And there's the various different ways of getting rid of it. So Rashi points out over here um, that it's interesting to see that the laws over here were split between Moshe Rabbeinu teaching them and Elozer teaching them. While Moshe Rabbeinu taught them the law about how to get rid of the tumah, of the impurity, the spiritual impurity, by sprinkling of the water. It was Elozer who taught them about the koshering of the keli. How come Moshe Rabbeinu, who taught all the Torah, how come Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell all of it? So Rashi explains that actually Moshe Rabbeinu forgot the laws uh, of koshering. He forgot the laws. He didn't teach it because he forgot the laws. He made a mistake. And Rashi says that because it's written before that Moshe Rabbeinu got angry. And he says when you get angry, you make a mistake. Rashi says about Moshe Rabbeinu, Rashi quotes several places where Moshe Rabbeinu made a mistake earlier in the Chumash we find that when Moshe Rabbeinu got angry, he made two other places. Moshe Rabbeinu makes a mistake and he gets angry. And... um, the Rebbe explains it at length over here, but I just want to bring, make one point. It seems in this particular case, Moshe Rabbeinu has a legitimate reason to become angry in our case, because what Moshe Rabbeinu got angry about was when the Jewish people went to war, they allowed for all the females to remain alive, and they were supposed to kill them, because they are the one, as Moshe Rabbeinu argues, uh, that they caused the Jewish people to sin. Bilam enticed the Jewish men by presenting them with the Midianite women, and they were supposed to, that caused the plague in the community of Hashem, where so many thousands of Jewish people died because they had these uh, wrong relationships, and now you let them live. So I think there is a, uh, a tremendous lesson over here so Moshe Rabbeinu was very upset with them. Now, not, this is not 
something that Moshe Rabbeinu was wrong because they, they actually were supposed to do it. As Moshe Rabbeinu instructs them that all women that are of age to have intimacy should be put to death and together with all the male, also by the children um, and only those uh, children, those, those, those young who have no are not, were not able to delay age of intimacy, you can let them live. So Moshe Rabbeinu getting angry was because the Jewish people did something wrong. They made a mistake. Take a, for example, take this, equate this to the story with King Shaul, as we learned in Tanakh. Shaul was sent to wipe out the Amaleki, and he had good intentions, and he, had, he allowed some of them to live, some of the animals to live, because he figured he'd bring a nice offering to Hashem, and then Shmuel Hanavi, God says, <laughs> you did terrible, you gotta listen. Hashem says that you have to go and destroy all the Amalekim, you should have listened, and listening to Hashem is more value than bringing a fat carbon or uh, doing what you think of yourself, you have to listen and follow what Hashem says. So, over there you see, uh, it also says that, that Shmuel was upset, and nothing wrong, he got upset because Shaul did the wrong thing. In this case, the Bnei Yisrael did the wrong thing. And yet, Rashi points to the fact that once he became angry, he makes a mistake. Because the same thing, I guess, you can say, but you can say without anger. You know, a lot of times we know we have to discipline. We have to discipline children, for example. You have to discipline the classroom. But all this has to be done without the emotion of anger involved in it. If you get angry and at that point then you should actually stop and not do anything. Same thing is, if you have a, a machlokis with, 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 with your spouse or something like that, if you're angry start, try to keep your mouth closed at that point, don't say nothing. Later on, when you come down, then, is, then you can talk about it, then you can smooth because you're bound to say certain things. When you get angry, you're bound to say certain things. Both sides. I'm not talking about it. It's, not, not, it's even-handed here. So at both sides, if you're angry, then you're about to say things that are very hurtful and they're very... and let, You may not have said it if you thought. So apparently, Moshe Rabbeinu was right. It's not a question because we see that he was right. But the fact that he added it, it was added by anger, and maybe that's why... I mean, the Rebbe explains very interesting, a beautiful explanation why Rashi explains it only over here, uh, that in this case it was a clear mistake for Moshe Rabbeinu. The other cases, it was the ruling went against Moshe Rabbeinu, but Moshe Rabbeinu's ideas weren't wrong in the other case. But here, Moshe Rabbeinu uh, forgot a halacha, so the halacha was really forgetting. But you can also say that over there, in, in this case, Moshe Rabbeinu's ruling was entire Moshe Rabbeinu was was uh, right for getting angry what he forgot was a real ruling in the other cases the what he forgot wasn't as bad as what he forgot over here the mistakes over here as Rebbe explains is a much greater mistake than in the other cases because in this case he thought that by sprinkling on the water that would suffice of accomplishing both, because if a little sprinkled water can take away the impurity of the entire keli, he thought maybe that that should also help for taking away all the non-kosher from the keli. So that we can understand. But that is just the mistake that he made in this case 
is a, a bigger mistake. But the reason for getting angry seems like in the other cases, in the case over there, he got angry uh, when, um, you know, uh, they burnt the carbon. They weren't supposed to burn the offering, and they burnt it. In, in, in Moshe Rabbeinu's view, uh, the, um, and because there was a question, but okay, I mean, uh, they didn't do, I mean, there was a carbon over there, but, you know, they, he, wasn't, he wasn't so justified and getting angry over the same thing over here. It seems like uh, when the Jewish people wanted water, and then he uh, says rebellious. Okay, so what do they want to do? They want to drink. <laughs> they're in the desert. They want to drink water. What are you going to... I mean, they don't have anything else to drink, so they're asked for the water. It seems like, in a way, in this case, because uh, he was so justified, and yet we have this important lessons for us, even Moshe Rabbeinu, who was justified, and... The, the, the Jews were wrong, 100%. They were wrong for allowing the other people to live. And yet, he was supposed to do it without anger. So how much more in our own lives that we can learn a message from this that many times we're actually wrong for getting angry in the first place. So we don't have a really a right to getting angry. But even if we do get angry, we have to realize that we can make mistakes when we get angry. So the best thing is, yeah, go ahead.